This morning's reflection is about faith and beginning with some words from Henry David Thoreau uh, from his book called Faith in a Seed. Though I do not believe that a plant will spring up where no seed has been, I have great faith in a seed. Convince me that you have a seed there, and I am prepared to expect wonders. These past couple of weeks, I've been harvesting licorice mint and um, cilantro from my garden. And I've also been receiving notices from my favorite seed catalog uh, encouraging me to order seeds already for spring planting. I've been growing vegetables and flowers for many years. And still, every single year, a sense of awe and faith arises as I observe the tiny seeds in my hand and then carefully put them into the ground. Awe in relationship to the mystery that these tiny dots do what they do. And faith based in years of experience that at least most of them will eventually burst out of their tiny, tight selves and grow into lettuce, beets, carrots, sunflowers, etc. So lately I've been considering faith. What is it? Where does it come from? How does it work? What's its role in relationship to the teachings and practices as taught by the Buddha? Is there a difference between faith and belief? And if so, what is the difference? Faith in what? In who? In the Buddha Dhamma, faith is a wholesome and beautiful mental factor that develops and blossoms through our practice of concentration and mindfulness. And it's the first of the five spiritual powers that feed and strengthen our practice. The other four being effort, energy, mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. So one aspect of faith is that it's a wholesome power, a wholesome strength. The literal translation of the Pali word sada, faith, 
is to place the heart upon. Consequently, faith encompasses trust, confidence, courage, strength, devotion, and clarity. My Israeli Dharma students tell me that the root of the word faith in Hebrew is a verb. They tell me that it's not something that we have, but rather something that we do. So another aspect of faith is that it's a verb, it's an action, to connect from the heart, to place the heart upon. Willingness to embark on the journey, to willingness to open to the unknown. The Buddha Dhamma understands three levels of faith, the first being blind faith which can happen when we encounter something or someone that inspires us and we feel the degree of brightness, devotion, and love. This type of faith is often based in dependence on someone or something outside of ourselves to make us feel good. Consequently, it's not sustainable and it might not be rooted in wisdom. The second level of faith is called verified faith, which is rooted in confidence born of our own wise reflection and discriminating wisdom. As we connect with practice and investigate our direct experience, So, for example, we have faith in the truth of impermanence, anicca. Not because we've heard about it or read about it, but because of our very own clear observation, investigation, reflection, and the intuitive understanding that arises out of our focused, mindful attention to our experience of body, mind, and heart. The third level of faith is the great power of unshakable faith, which is rooted in verified faith. As we continue developing a meditation practice that evolves through the blossoming of concentration and clear mindful awareness, and understanding, we begin to touch an unfettered faith in the incredibly vast potential that's available through our spiritual practice. Unshakable faith is rooted in staying open and connected in the experience of the moment, open to the mystery, the truth, beyond the realm of our often tightly clung to, conditioned, habituated ideas, opinions, beliefs, interpretations, and feelings. This path of awakening asks a very deep and profound willingness of us, willingness to open directly 
to our experience, to open the heart, open the mind to the mystery of experience. Traveling this path, we actually need to rely on faith. It's not a path rooted in belief. Meeting our experience with a set of beliefs is a process of perceiving and interpreting experience so that it conforms to our learned, habituated patterns of thinking and acting, which then leads us to react these habituated ways of thinking and acting again and again. So faith as willingness, confidence, and trust in our own potential for waking up, based on experience, not on beliefs, waking up out of ongoing dissatisfaction, out of feeling incomplete, hollow, separate, disappointed, learning how to live our life grounded in an open and kind-hearted, mindful presence. And so we access faith in the real possibility of waking up into the spaciousness of open-hearted presence and ease of being with things as they are, however they are inside us and outside of us. As we gently and patiently hold the seeds of the Buddha's teaching in our heart, they develop and they blossom into beautiful and liberating fruit through our diligent practice. And I'd like to share an excerpt to close this reflection from something that I've already uh, shared earlier on in the retreat, which at this point seems like it was months ago. This is an excerpt from uh, the Arctic Dreams reflection that I offered, uh, written by Barry Lopez. I bowed to what knows no deliberating legislature or parliament, no religion, no competing theories of economics, an expression of allegiance with the mystery of life. I held the bow until my back ached and my mind was emptied of its categories and designs, its plans and speculations. When I stood, I thought I glimpsed my own desire. The conscious desire is to achieve a state even momentarily that, like light, is unbounded, nurturing, suffused with wisdom and creation, a state in which one has absorbed that very darkness which before was the perpetual sign of defeat. Whatever world that is, it lies far ahead, but its outline, its intimation, is clear in the landscape. And upon this, one can actually hope we will find our way. I bowed again, deeply, 
toward the north. I was full of appreciation for all that I had seen. <laughs>